Zanay, welcome to Senator. It's really great to have you on the show and chat about your rugby career. And it's been a really, really interesting one to say the least. So I'm sure as we go along, it's going to be interesting topics to discuss. <laughs> <laughs> you made your Springbok Sevens debut in 2008 and you were just 17 years of age. Um, was it a bit of a baptism of fire? And being on the pitch, was it a bit of a, a pinch me moment? It was it was actually a very exciting moment um, for me. Um, I think uh, just the fact uh, that I've been in camps for like about two years, uh, waiting for my turn to actually uh, make my debut. So it was a lot of fire in the belly, and like I really <laughs> just absorbed everything and and um, enjoyed enjoyed the moment um, when when I actually got my chance to go out and, and, and play. Uh, that's excellent. That's brilliant. And your career has spanned 13 years. That's quite impressive. Um, and you've obviously seen women's rugby sevens developed along the years. As well as it is going, um, do you feel there's still room for improvement? And do you have sort of any immediate concerns at the moment for it? Um, yeah, I, I always feel that uh, there's there's room for improvement, um, and there will always be room for improvement, um, regardless of uh, how good it gets or how better it gets at the um, So I feel that there's always room for improvement, and um, like at the moment, um, I can like really take my hat off uh, to Saru that is actually really putting in a lot of effort basically um, to develop the women's game um, and in getting it out there. Um, so like I feel that the step that they also took to, to make women's rugby professional, even if it was, if, if they started with a small group, like the sevens group, at least that was a stepping stone forward um, um, into the women's game. Um, so, so yeah, but I always feel that there, there would be room for improvement. No, that's great. And that just that's, I guess, a, a sign of you guys are really wanting to be at the best at the top and you're not going to settle for second best, which is a great attitude to have. That's, that's really good. Um, and you also made your Springbok debut in 2009 for the 15 aside. You know, moments like that are hard to forget. Um, but in order to achieve those moments, you've got to stick to those good habits day in and day out and, you know, is that helping achieve the results you have so far? Yeah, no, definitely. Um, like this, actually, this time um, that we off and stuff uh, also made me to reflect back on like where I started and like the work that I had to put in um, and that extra effort that I had to put in to get to where I am today. Um, and I don't regret those moments. Um, Obviously, there was obstacles in the way, and you you also have to deal with certain coaches, different coaches, and 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 also the external stuff. Um, so, just reflecting on those moments and and looking at where I am today, it's it's just like yeah, just open my eyes so much more and made me to appreciate the opportunity that, that I got to actually play this game. Um, so yeah, nothing actually came easy, but but 
I'm, I'm really, if I have to say it, I'm proud of the achievements and the steps that, that I've, I've taken. Take, talking about taking big steps, and you're obviously very brave and very good at taking risks because, as many people do know, you're obviously going to be a, a firefighter, and that, that's, that's really brave. It's brilliant. But obviously, you're glad that you chose, chose rugby as a career. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that wasn't... That wasn't an easy decision um, because if you walk into a job, that could have been your full-time job. With rugby, yeah. even though you're a full-time contracted player, um, your career can end so soon within a glimpse of an ice if you get a serious sure. injury or anything like that. Um, but I'm all about risks, so um, and I love challenges. Um, but I had to like really think about it um, and sit down actually with my parents about it. But I don't regret the decision that I actually took um, to, to play this game because that's my passion. It's, I just grew up with it. Um, I love every moment about it. Um, so, so yeah, um, it was a big risk. Um, but I do not have any any regrets um, taking on um, this this challenge. No, that's excellent. Well, that's brilliant. Um, and, and talking about what can be a challenge at times, you, you play the the very difficult uh, position of fly half. Um, was that a position <laughs> that sort of you you just picked it naturally, or were you sort of molded into that position? <laughs> Um, I actually started off at, at, at um, a fullback when, when I started with the 50s. Um, but like I always used to watch the fly-offs play, the playmakers play. Um, so like I never took my eyes off them um, because they were the steer, steering. Uh, they always took the steering um, to dictate the game and stuff. Um, but yeah, I never knew that I would end up at fly-off. Um, uh, but luckily I did um, and I enjoyed, I really enjoyed uh, that position as well um, because like I was always keen to whatever fly-up would do or a player would do um, on the field. I, I was always keen to go out, um, to go and try it out and see um, if I can maybe um, um, do it better or, or if I can actually do it. Uh, so, so yeah, but with my dad's background as well, because he was also a, a flyer um, right. at a stage. So, uh, also with his uh, background and his knowledge that he shared with me also also helped a lot. No, that's brilliant. Sure. And I think one thing he definitely uh, taught you well is, is discipline. Um, because as far as I understand in your <laughs> career, <laughs> not one yellow or red card. How do you keep that composure on the field? <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, no. Um, he, he really, really, he drilled some things into me um, at a younger age yeah. because I, I was also like, um, I also did athletics at school, so I was a 100 and 200 meter sprinter. Oh, wow. um, <laughs> so um, it actually all just, basically started there as well because he was my coach i didn't have any other coach he was my coach at the end of the day um and he really he really put in like the effort to get 
to get me at my op- the optimal best, basically. I never had a holiday, though. Um, so <laughs> when we go on holiday, he will make sure that I train. So there was no no off days, basically. Um, uh, so. <laughs> uh, but obviously, you know, things do go well. And then sometimes results don't go the way you want, you know, but progress is essential holistically. You know, how do you bounce back from disappointments? And especially for like young players who may be listening in, how do you bounce back when maybe a game doesn't go well or the tournament hasn't gone well? How do you manage that? <laughs> um, that, that comes down to also like self-confidence and self-belief and and like I always I always put God first as well and I always like tell myself that this is where he put me and this is something I need to work on and take it with both hands obviously um, stones will be will get thrown at you but as long as you keep your eyes focused on what you want then you go for it it doesn't matter what other people think or what other people say about you at the end of the day, you need to seek deeper inside of you, absorb that negativity that might get thrown at you and rise above it. Um, I always make a, an example or when I have like a bit of self-talk as well, make an example of a donkey that is in a deep in a deep pit. So he's been thrown in there and stones are being thrown at him. Now, the donkey is clever. So now... Each stone or every stone that's been being thrown into that pit, he uses it as a stepping stone. So each time when yeah. there's a stone, you'll stand on it. Another stone, you'll stand on it. It doesn't matter. At the end of the day, you'll rise above it and you'll come out of that situation. But mm-hmm. it also takes a lot from yourself mm-hmm. to go and seek deep down what you really want. And, and if you really want it, then you have to go for it regardless of what. No, that's brilliant. That's that's a very good story. I like that. That's good. <laughs> that's very good. <laughs> um, talking about stories, um, you've appeared in, in two rugby World Cups. Brilliant. Three World Cup sevens tournaments. You know, and those are absolutely brilliant ones. Do you feel your career is the level you want it to be at the moment, or is there more to come from you? Um, I feel that uh, there's more to come. Um, I will always feel that there's more to come. Uh, I would obviously love to play in my third 15s World Cup if possible. Um, then I know that um, I've I've really um, done a lot. Um, and also um, just the fact that it, it, I, o- I obviously wanted to add the Olympics to my list as well. Um, but besides that, um, I'm fairly happy with, with where I am um, and what I've achieved so far. Um, and, and it will just um, be another bonus if I could play in, a, in another 15th World Cup as well. Um, but I said, like, even if I don't uh, make it to another 15th World Cup, then I know that I've, I've, I've played my part um, in helping um, the team also to just get there at least. Um, so that to me is 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 already enough, um, basically just to help um, the team get to 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 where they want to be. Yeah, no, that's true. 
and yes, obviously the, there's the World Cup in New Zealand in 2021. But you must have some interesting um, tussles, I could say, between 15 and 7s, because 15s is obviously longer format, but 7s is exciting. Um, do you yeah. enjoy them equally, or do you have a slight favourite? <laughs> um, I, I enjoy both, um, but I always said that if I have to choose between 15s and 7s, then, then it would be 7s, actually. Um, but if I have to look at where I started... I started with the 15s game. So, like, that's something that I would never neglect. Um, I would always want to play uh, 15s as well. But, like, really, I am enjoying both of them. Um, just a slight difference if I have to choose, and it would obviously be 7s. Um, um, uh, so, so, yeah. No, that's excellent. <laughs> <laughs> then, then I, just something that I've always wanted to know is that how do you balance life and this fact that you know you obviously play rugby for South Africa, you've got social media on top of you, you've got your training, you need your personal time, good family, goodness me. How do you <laughs> how do you balance everything? How do you keep moving forward and say, hey, you know what, life is great without having everyone on top of you? Yeah, it's uh, it's 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 it, I feel that it comes down to prioritizing um, as well. Um, I know that rugby is my job. So when I'm doing that, then it's my job. So then everything else can be planned around that. So that's 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 how I cope with it. So I wouldn't um, put myself under pressure if um, if there's a whole lot of uh, things that is involved. So. I feel working with a schedule um, is much better than, than not having one and then you have to jump around um, and you find yourself um, being all over the place, basically. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's also important to have that balance. But having a schedule for me is really, really important um, and having that in place. No, that's excellent. And then obviously you, you've picked up a lot of skills and you've learned a lot through your time. Do you see yourself in a coaching role when you decide to hang the boots up? <laughs> um, I always said that I, I want to give back um, to, to the community um, and I will never sit around and uh, with all the knowledge that, that I have um, and not share it with anyone else. Um, so definitely, um, that is something that 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 I look at. Um, it's just going out there and and share my knowledge once once I'm done with the game. No, that's absolutely brilliant. And then I sort of as we as we draw towards a close, um, rugby is obviously unique and it's obviously got the power to sort of bring people together and just make people feel a bit better about what's going on. Um, do you think that Saru is taking enough steps to incorporate um, girls rugby at schools? Um, are they spreading the word out more? It's just generally rugby speaking. Are they taking the right steps to encourage people to play? Yeah. Um, I feel true through, through the programs that are that that, that they're running. Um, they're really doing something towards that. Um, we would still love to see women's rugby start at a younger age, maybe at schools and stuff, of which we don't have that yet. 
um, but hopefully um, that is also in the future plans to basically get some girls um, to and to introduce them to the game um, from a younger age and I feel if that happens then there will be a lot more depth and interest um, from from all over um, so so yeah um, it it might just be in in the in the future plans for 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 women's rugby um, and and grassroots level at the end is very important um, and the quality that that comes from that no that's absolutely brilliant well i'm sure we're going to be watching you guys closely um you guys are in exciting times i think and hard work always pays off so stick to your guns keep doing what you do and yeah i'm <laughs> sure great results will come your way all right thank you very much eh? <laughs> no, Zanae, thank you so much for your time. It's been really great to chat to you. You can see the energy and enthusiasm is there, so keep it. Don't ever lose it. Yeah, and keep keep working hard. I will. Thank you very much. <laughs> Enjoy the rest <laughs> of your day. No, thank you, Zanae. <laughs> All right. Stay Let's safe. Yes, All thank right. you. Cheers. Bye-bye. Bye.